This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to Andra of Studio 20 and the Bucharest Summit. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce ASB Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. With ASB Cash, you'll have the chance to earn as much as 20% of our broker commission, referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check our website at asbcash.com for more details. First of all today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. An article published by the legislative news site The Hill highlighted the dire consequences that the campaign to repeal Section 230 is already having for sex worker safety and visibility. And I quote, being... Uh, de-platformed, can have a serious effect on sex workers' livelihoods, especially with the coronavirus pandemic, taking away many of their other sources of promotion, writer Chris Mills Rodrigo pointed out. Section 230 has jumped to the forefront of national news after Senator Mitch McConnell adamantly refused to have a vote on a much-needed $2,000 of COVID relief checks for most Americans unless Congress also repealed the so-called First Amendment of the Internet, or Section 230. Multiple voices with actual inside knowledge of the sex work industry were interviewed by Mills Rodrigo, including a sex worker who reported increased surveillance and censorship linked to the campaign to repeal Section 230. According to her, a direct consequence of this campaign was to further render us invisible in the context of a pandemic when most work is online and we can't even promote our work online. The article cites Kate Diadamo, a sex worker, rights activist, and partner at Reference Health and Justice to point out that the downfall of Backpage, combined with FOSTA-SESTA, destabilized the sex work industry in the short term and harmed uh, harmed it gravely in the long term. Other websites that could have been spaces for sex workers to regroup after Backpage, such as Craigslist or Tumblr, cracked down on sex-related content in the wake of the law, the Hill article continued. The article also correctly noted that the passage of FOSTA-SESTA forced content onto more obscure sites, ultimately making it more difficult to maintain lists of dangerous clients, so-called no-date lists, and other norms surrounding interaction. Russian President Vladimir Putin has signed several laws to increase state control over information online, including one that introduces crippling fines for failing to remove what he called banned material. Although sexually explicit content is technically legal in Russia, existing laws banning the illegal production, dissemination, and advertisement of porn and uh, and pornographic objects and other laws claiming to protect the health of Russian children are deployed by the state at its own discretion against sites hosting adult content. The the end-of-the-year legislative package signed into law by Putin, according to Reuters, also grants the Russian government new powers to restrict U.S. social media giants, 
label individuals foreign agents, and to crack down on the disclosure of its security officers' personal data. Putin's government is currently engaged in a campaign to increase Russia's internet sovereignty, which according to observers might result in a closed state-monitored internet similar to what China achieved with its Great Firewall. Some of the measures signed into law last week resulted uh, from complaints about supposed bias and prejudice shown by Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube against Russian media. Sadly, veteran adult film director and performer Carter Stevens has passed away in Pennsylvania, his son reported, via social media. Leading industry uh, archivist, the Rialto Report, dubbed Stevens a porn renaissance man and one of the adult film industry's true originals. He was noted by contemporaries as a meticulous craftsman who had genuine respect for his performers and for the filmmaking process. He started to make his first feature film before the landmark success of Deep Throat, the Rialto Report explained, and he was still in the sex business 30 years later. His work displayed his wit, humor, and a very 1970s sensibility that merged porn and new wave art punk. Some of his early films in the mid-70s include Teenage Twins, Punk Rock, and Roller Babies. In the 1970s and 80s, he directed what the Rialto Report described as a series of increasingly popular and ambitious films, including Lickety Split and Honeymoon Haven. He made Loops, directed a series of films for the Avon Theater chain they continued, and fought battles with drugs and charges of obscenity and of hiring an underage actors before re-emerging in the 1990s with a successful fetish newspaper and publishing business. In more recent years, Stevens had worked on director-approved DVD transfers of his work. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We have just listed five amazing adult domains for sale at adultsitebroker.com. Any of these domains can be used to build a very successful and brandable website. The domains are sexo.com and pornflix.com, listed at $5 million each, ask.com, listed at $4.25 million each, Stud.com, listed at $2.95 million, and StripCam.com for only $695,000. For more information, contact us at adultsitebroker.com. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Andra from Studio 20 and the Bucharest Summit. Audra, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Hey, Bruce. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? How are things? Everything is good in the hood. Uh, stuff is uh, Thailand. Thailand is wonderful. Uh, we can actually say that with the whole COVID thing. So it's uh, it's fantastic. And how is everything for you? It's uh, it's uh, great. It's going great. I'm uh, here in Cyprus. I haven't left the island since uh, March, since I came back from uh, uh, the European summit. Um, yeah. I can't complain. Uh, I live on a beautiful island. Things are going great. Yes. Uh, lucky we are in the online industry and in the online business, so we can't complain that much, can we? We're the fortunate no. ones from the world. We right are. Now. We are. We can. We can. We can. Uh, we can work wherever we want. It's a wonderful thing. 
Now, let me give uh, let me give a little background on you, Andra. Uh, you've been in the adult industry for five years, representing Studio Twenty. Uh, you now head up the very popular Bucharest Summit. With Studio 20, she handles marketing, business development, and making sure both the company and the models are well taken care of. Oh, hell, let's just say it. She runs the joint. Um, Now, uh, during this time, she's been featured multiple times as a speaker at adult conferences in both industry magazines as well as in mainstream ones, such as BBC, Vice, Voyage LA, BuzzFeed, and others. She also has multiple award nominations, and she won Marketing Exec of the Year in 2019 and Company Rep of the Year in 2018. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I did that. Wow. You did that. Amazing. Just look up, just look in your, yeah, just look up on your shelf there. Um, She has a degree in uh, law. That's something I never knew about you before. And as a master's in conflict mediation, which could come in very handy in the adult industry, I'm sure. Uh, She speaks four languages fluently. Now, Studio 20 is the biggest live cam studio in the world with 33 studios and counting. They started in Romania and then expanded throughout the last five years to America, Colombia, Czech Republic, And they have plans to open more studios in Latin America and Russia. Uh, It's a physical studio as opposed to being virtual. So the models benefit from 24-7 help and training from the best professionals. Now, Andra, everyone has heard of cam studios. Maybe you can talk about the different types of cam studios, both virtual and physical, and how they differ. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So uh, Studio 20 is a physical studio. That means that we provide the training, we provide the equipment, we provide, as you said before, uh, the 24-7, you know, training and taking over the, taking care of the models. Uh, Uh Let me give you a bit of history on how we started. So it was long, long, long time ago. Because Romania is not that, the the Romanian people are not that open to, you know, sex work or cam work in general, Um, the people that wanted to start doing uh, cam work had to go somewhere to do it, right? Because you can't exactly do it when you're in your dorm or when you're with your parents at home. The Mm -hmm. risk of them catching you is a bit high. So nobody wants that. Also, the internet or the the equipment that people had or still have, unfortunately, is not the best. So that's how you know a lot of physical studios were created. Basically, we're uh, they're offering the equipment, the training, the possibility of people camming from uh, from another place. A physical studio, if you want, is imagine like a hotel. The reception is the training uh, area, the training station or where the trainers are. And then you have uh, rooms in which the models are um, are staying and they're broadcasting from there. Every room mm. is equipped with um, high tech um, equipment, uh, cameras, lights, uh, microphones, everything. Uh, and the model is in touch with the trainer or support throughout her shift and before and after her shift. Uh, usually a, a model shift with Studio 20 is uh, eight hours a day. That means eight mm. hours spent online. Wow, that's um, a long day. The difference, it's uh, no, it's not. That's a job. And uh, when models, uh, when people understand that, uh, 
being a care model is a job. It's not just something that you do for four hours or two hours or from time to time. Uh, mm -hmm. That's when they start making money. And this is why a lot of uh, good models and amazing models uh, will always say the time that you spend on cam is the most important thing. And that's how you reach, um, you know, success. And that's how you reach the money that uh, the, the amount of money that's being discussed all over the place. Mm -hmm. No, no person, no person in this world has ever gone to to work uh, two hours a day, you know, from time to time and has been successful. So the moment that Next you see point. yourself as a as a company and you see yourself as a successful person, that's when you're going to start to to invest. But Cam Studios are basically we offer the tool. We make sure that we, we're setting you up for success. Afterwards, it's your job to to make it uh, to make it your your own company. We just provide the the establishment in which you know you start doing your thing. That's it. That, so that's a that's a physical camp studio. Then the virtual one is um, your uh, you as a model. You register your account throughout uh, a virtual studio because I don't know. You need some training or you need uh, some money your account is not working or something like that you want someone to help you you want to you want to be referred by a, a studio or something like that it's not a physical one and they take a percentage from your earnings for the service that they provide that's basically how a virtual studio works okay now what what kind of business relationships can someone have with studio 20 um, well, a lot. <laughs> First of all, if you're, um, you know, a young person, um, living in wherever we have studios, you can become a model. Uh, you can, uh, be part of, you can be part of the team either, you know, we're always looking for, for people in our team to join our team, either as uh, trainers, as support, as, you know, English teachers in the countries that, you know, they're not English speaking, um, whatever, you know, there's always a possibility to work with Studio 20. Then there's the franchise. You can own a franchise, you can become a franchise, um, owner, Mm -hmm. throughout our program um so those would be the the one the two of the two of the ways that you can work with studio 20 and also if you sell traffic uh we're interested in that as well we are investing a lot of money in our black label right now uh stars mm -hmm. live for the models to make more money. So we're sending traffic, we're creating banners, we're working with traffic companies so that we're selling, uh, we're sending traffic to our models. So they make, you know, they, they have an increase in, in sales and conversions and everything. So that's also cool. one, one way to work with us. How many people do you have working there now? Altogether, uh, the, I would say the management department, you know, uh, not the, so not, not the performers. Uh, Around 400, 500 ish. You guys have grown like crazy over the years. It's just amazing. I remember, I remember when you guys were, uh, you know, were, were fairly new. That's amazing. Now, what is the internal structure? You talked about it a little bit, but what's the full internal structure of a camp studio? Um, okay, so let's, uh, you know, let's start your model. 
Okay, Bruce, you're a model. You want to be am. a model at Studio 20. Yes, you know, you want to be. Okay, so let okay. me guide you through the process. Okay, let me tell you all the people that you're going to meet uh, in, in Studio 20. So, you know, it's easier to describe what everybody does. So the first person that uh, a possible model or uh, or a team member will meet is the HR. So the HR person, the HR manager, uh, he or she is going to explain exactly what happens. Um, they're going to set up interviews, just like in any you know professional company. Mm -hmm. Then it, uh, during the interview, you're going to have, if you're not from you know an English speaking country, you're going to have an English test. English language mm -hmm. test. Um, based on that and based on your result, we're going to assess your English level. Next time, you're going to go and meet the English teacher. Uh, mm. You're going to have free English classes. Depending on your on your level of English, it's either going to be one lesson a week or three lessons a week, two lessons a week, something like that. Wow. Um, then you're going to start working with a dedicated trainer. The dedicated trainer basically is the one that introduces you to all the rules and regulations of Studio 20 and the campsites that we work with. Mm -hmm. He's going to, he or she is going to explain to you how we work, how you can respond, what you should respond, what your attitude should be regarding different aspects um, when you're camming and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. Um, then you have, then after the two weeks of intense dedicated training, you go and you, you know, you're, you have your training and support team that will make sure that during your shift, you're well taken care of. If you need water, if you need anything, they're going to be there at your service, whatever, wow. 24 hours a day. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have the, um, the studio manager, you have the marketing and social media department. Uh, they're in charge of either posting on the social media pages of the models uh, and the studio. They're taking care of that. They're making sure that the photo shoots and the video shoots are amazing. Then you have the photo, the photo and video department, the editing, the IT. Um, it's, a, it's a whole lot of strategy behind it. Um, sure. that's what we do. Yeah. And then you have the supervisors, the supervisors are, uh, we're based in Cyprus, uh, and they take care of up to three, four studios each. What they do is they mm. look after what's happening and make sure that the rules are being applied in the studios that they have, um, under their sur surveillance. Then it's, you know, me, uh, that I'm the PR and marketing uh, manager. And then it's uh, the accounting department that makes sure that everything is is fair and you get your money. Then it's the legal one. Then it's the CEO. It's a lot. You know, you nobody would expect that a cam studio would have so much, uh, so much, um, you know, yeah. stuff behind it. Yeah. I'm sure others don't. <laughs> I'm sure most others do, do not. <laughs> I, would, so, I would hope they do. Well, you'd hope. Now, well, you guys obviously are the largest. Now, you run the very successful Bucharest Summit in addition to your day job. <laughs> it must be very frustrating to see the event get canceled because of the virus. It It is. Yeah, if I need to. The day job, yes, that night I am Bruce. I'm going from Bruce Wayne to Batman. 
I'm running the book recipe. Uh, no, um, <laughs> kidding aside. So we we bought we got Bucharest Summit last year. Uh, the event has been a success for three years before this, and uh, we bought mm-hmm. it for the fourth year. Um, we've met a lot of times at conferences. You've seen me talk about it, inviting people. You know, doing doing what I should do, doing my job. Um, yeah. When when March came, and you know the the world started slowly slowly shutting down. It was yeah. not. It was not fun. Obviously, it's a. It's <laughs> it wasn't fun for any. It wasn't fun for anybody. Exactly. I don't think, exactly. but especially exactly. for someone who has an event coming up. Exactly. Uh, it was a to say that was not fun. It's you know an, an understatement. Obviously, uh, sure. we're looking to see exactly what's going to happen this year. Um, I we hope that by April, the the latest we're going to have you know the vaccine getting you know two people and people are taking the vaccine and it's going to be safe for everyone to travel again. Um, We can talk about an event, I would say, after mid-June. We're not making any plans yet. Yes, we are having it in mind. We're keeping it in mind. We still have our sponsors and the people that have been, you know, supporting the the show. And they've Mm -hmm. been amazing so far. So, yes, we have those people that are, are helping us and they're supporting us. But for now, to talk about having a physical event would be too um, too early. Let's yeah. wait after April to see if the vaccine is is good, if people are taking it, if we're going to a Mad Max world, what's happening, we never know. So, yeah. Sure, sure. Now, now many summits have gone virtual. Why hasn't Bucharest? Uh, honestly, uh, then they have been, they've been doing an amazing job. Uh, why not summit? Um, the, G, uh, the the webmaster access, um, the, the AW summit, they, uh, they've been doing, uh, and others, they've been doing good, good jobs going virtual. Uh, mm-hmm. but we, we believe, we strongly believe that, uh, the the connection that you make and the the business that you make you make it with people you don't make it with uh, with bots you don't you it, it, there's a different it's a different connection uh when you're face to face with someone and when you're yes. through a Skype call or something yeah. uh so what we wanted to do and that's why you know we 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 were we loved Bucharest Summit and the idea of having it so much is that we had this thing that was called the concierge service. So that was basically fixing up people. It was a speed dating of of business, and that's what we believe in. That the business are, is made. Um, it's it's easier to make business in person than virtual. Yes, of course you can make. Uh, business virtually and the the shows that have been done virtually have proved that but we strongly believe that you know that's not the case for us we're not doing that we are participating at the the virtual shows that are done and we're supporting them and you know good job guys it's amazing we're not going to do that yeah, it's de- it's definitely not the same. There's no two ways about it. Challenge for me is everything's in the middle of my night, so I have to make the decision what's worth what's worth getting up for and what isn't. So yeah, it makes yeah, it in- it makes it interesting to say the least. 
Um, so how'd you get started in this crazy industry? Here you you have a law degree and and all that. Uh, what what got you into uh, the adult industry? What's a? I should be asking. What's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this? <laughs> That's what my boss asked me when I when he saw me for the interview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, funny enough, what I what I've learned in this industry is that a lot of people have law degrees, and a lot of uh, of people are you know very very well read and uh, you know college degrees and so and so. Uh, mm-hmm. So what I'm doing in this industry, I would say that I'm I didn't uh, just stumble across it. Um, I want, I always wanted to be in the adult industry in, really? in, the, in this side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, a, not on the performer side because I am sure. so shy. <laughs> <laughs> I am so shy. It's, it's insane. Uh, we have, so at Studio 20, we have, uh, an event every year on the 5th of, um, of September on uh, the International Day of Charity, in which everyone from the management uh, team, they we log in for an hour on a site and we stream. So and the money that we raise, we give it to a charity. Nice. So I I did that for two years in a row. This year I didn't because I was in the I was having some medical problems. But hmm. that hour, I sort of got I would rather be at any conference in this world speaking on stage naked than be online and not see who I'm talking to. It oh, was it was so strange for me. It was so strange for me. So that I would never do that just because of that. It's such a for me it's it's anxiety. It's it triggers my anxiety. But yeah, so I um uh I started in this industry five years ago, like you, like you mentioned. And I've always been interested yep. interested to see okay, how do these people market this industry? Because you know it's it's not easy. It's 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 a niche. It's something that people look. Uh, you know, they buy the sexy magazines or whatever, and they look at it at them. Um, you know, in, with the doors closed and everything. So it was so interesting for me to see what the people behind this um, taboo industry, let's say, uh, what they were up to and what they were thinking. And what I found is that they're amazing and they're they're geeks. Everybody's a geek here. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's basically, it's, it's a bunch of amazing misfits that fit yep. it um, yep. in, in, a, yep. in a wonderful place. It's a family. It's, it's really a family. That's what I miss most about the shows is because I miss my family. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, as cliche as it sounds, it is a family. Now, now, how has working in the adult industry affected your personal life, or has it? Um, it has a bit in, uh, you know, w- w- friends. where friends are concerned, I have less uh, people that I call friends and more people hmm. that I call, like you said, family. So mm-hmm. the people uh, the, the problem with working in adult is that, uh, not a problem per se, but an issue that arises from time to time is that people that are, you know, they're looking at you and saying, Oh my God, that is so amazing. You're working in adult. That's so fun. But when it comes to something like them introducing you to their families or whatever, they like, Oh, can you not mention what you're doing? Because you know, they won't understand. It's not their job to understand anyways. Like mm. why, what does your parents 
why do your parents care what I do for a job? And this also has been uh, an issue with my personal relationships as well. Uh, men that That's the moment that they hear, yeah, yeah, the moment that they hear, hey, I'm in the, she's in the adult industry, uh, they like to be like, oh my god, see, this is my girlfriend, or this is the girl, not my girlfriend, this is the girl that I'm going out with. She's in the adult industry. Ask her about porn stars or fetishes mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And I'm like, oh, I'm god. like a zoo animal. It's horrible. It's it's horrible. Yeah, and forget I, it. I, yeah. I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. treat it, I'm, treat it like, treat it like a profession as opposed to uh, a freak show. You're right. Exactly, exactly. And like, I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm on the manager side of this. How, how do, and you know, I, I already have a, one, a, an immense respect for performers, but how do you guys do it? You know, hmm. just to be always, always, you know looked at as you know this freak show or whatever i mean i i do this i'm i hope nobody else is going through this but you know they're like oh my god this is andra and then okay let's try to take the relationship more serious and they're like well i can't really take your the relationship serious because you know you go to shows and i can imagine what you guys do to show at shows and i'm like we're bored of that man yeah, I have the same types of I have the same types of conversations. Oh my god, I'd love to go to those shows. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, you really don't. What are what are some things you've learned in your time in the industry? Uh, well, first of all, I've learned how to hold my liquor. <laughs> um, oh, I bet it with your size. With your size, I can only imagine. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, it's always fun to see the new people at shows that, you know, the first day they're like, oh my God, free drinks everywhere. Let's go. Let's get shit faced. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, the show is three days long and you get dead. You, you, you die from your first day. And then you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Uh, no, I have learned to be more patient. Uh, I've learned uh, that uh, not to take everything so serious. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that every everything is a network opportunity. Uh, every mm-hmm. party is a network opportunity, networking opportunity. Everything that you do is a networking opportunity. And yeah. um, I've learned how to sell what I do, the company, the business, and everything. It's such a thin line between being an absolute drag when you're talking to someone about, you know, what, you know, your product and actually having a good conversation and making someone interested in your product. So I've learned that in the beginning, I was like, no, I have to be super serious. And, you know, Studio 20 is the best. Come in Studio 20. And like people were looking at me and like, you know, you're cute and you seem smart, but can you tone it down a little bit? It's okay, we understand you're a business person. But Lighten just, up, girl. Exactly. They were like, fucking, you know, get that, get that stick out of your something and, you know, just turn it down a little bit. It's okay. We all do business here. It's not, you're not inventing yeah. the wheel now, you know? So that's exactly. what I learned. And that's, <laughs> it helped. It really helped. I bet. Now, <laughs> how has COVID affected your business and what measures? Has Studio 20 taken to protect the employees? 
uh, so like I said in the beginning, we're very lucky that we work in the in the online um, industry, right? Because uh, obviously online traffic has increased a lot during the during the lockdown and the pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. What we did was 320 did to protect the, the employees and the models. We started the uh, so the moment that the curfew and the lockdown started and everything, we we're thinking, okay, a lot of our models. Um, are living at home. Some of our models are living at home with their parents or uh, some of them are living alone, but, you know, some have a car, some, you know, they, they, they just have an apartment, they don't have a car and so on and so forth. And uh, what we did was um, we started the Studio 20 limo. Uh, that is a limo, wow. a limo service. So uh, the model or the, you know, or, or the employee from the, from the studio, they request the, the car the car with the driver uh, they come they pick them up from their house they go to the studio and then they do the same from the studio to the house just to protect the employees and the models from you know getting in contact with other people that might you know that might be positive and then uh, a lot of the a lot of the models wanted to stay in the studio uh, when the curfew started because it was easier for them Sure. Uh, so we basically we got uh, we got food delivered. We got a chef. We got uh, we made sure that everything is you know spotless. Not that it's not. It's like it's a hospital. It's like it's like its own. It's like its own little city. There it sounds like. It is. It is. It, you can you can call it like that. We have our own ecosystem in the studios. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we made we made sure that everybody's healthy because look, it's it's a camp studio. So we all work in the same, you know, in the same spot. If one of the people there is sick, everybody's going to be sick. And it's not just, yeah. you know, just in the studio. They take it to their house. They take it to their families. We can't risk that. Yep. yep. So I am happy. I am happy to inform that so far we have successfully uh, had zero cases of uh, COVID in the studios. In That's all insane. That's yes. insane. Wow, what a yes. success story. Even in America? Uh even yeah, even in America. Oh even my in God. America. Uh, that's uh that makes one of you. Um I now so. now what's <laughs> what's a common misconception about the cam industry that people who don't work in it have? Um a lot of people confuse cam with uh, other types of sex work. Uh, which is okay. because of, so because uh, because of the freemium campsites, you know where you see everything there. Um, right. People think a lot of people think that oh, if you know if she's doing that, then she's escorting or she's doing uh, you know she's she's prostituting, she's whatever. Mm. It's not true. It's it's not true. Sure. Um, I said this a bunch of times before. If you think. That after eight hours, let's say online, the, the the model, the girl still wants, or the man still wants to go and do some escorting on the site, or they physically can. I mean, you have no, like, you have no idea how the uh, human body works. It's <laughs> tiring. It's physically tiring. It and it's yeah. more than this. it is mentally tiring to talk. Well, that's to why. So I, well, that's why I responded the way I did earlier when you said eight hours because I was thinking eight hours performing is a lot. 
It is, it is, it is. But uh, the, obviously, they have breaks. You know, obviously, they they have breaks. It's not uh, it's not a jail. Uh, they have oh, breaks. Sure. They have this. This is why we have the trainers uh, there all the time because the moment that you know, the, let's say that one of our models has a a, a private show that's a bit crazy. Okay, she logs mm. off after that, and she has someone to talk to. You do not have this when you're alone, when you're independent, when you're working right. from home. You don't have, and you don't have the sorority type of people that we have in a camp studio. Okay, you log sure. off, model X logs off, and she goes on a break, and she meets another model there. They can talk. It's safe for them to talk. There's no judgment. They feel that yeah. they have someone yeah. that's listening to them, and they do. And then they can mm -hmm. talk to the trainers that we have. Hmm. So this is how this is how it works. So yeah, that's that would be one of the the misconceptions uh, misconceptions that uh, you know they're doing other types of sex work, which is not it's not a bad thing. You know, do whatever you want. Uh, but it's sure. kind of with with the schedule that some models have. It's basically impossible. Then uh, there's another misconception about I would say the adult performers in general that they are not so intelligent. That is hmm. so. That is so wrong. I've yeah, met yeah, no, I've, some of no, I've met some. I've met and talked to some very, very intelligent adult performers. Some of them are very good business people. Exactly, exactly. Most of them, because they understood uh, from the start that hey, I'm my own business. I'm my own company. Oh yeah. The things that the things that a, a performer knows are are unmatchable. Like it's it's amazing. And they're mm -hmm. so smart and they're so down to earth because they know and they realized soon enough that, hey, I'm my own company. Like I said, I'm my own business. Right. So I'm going to evolve. Yeah. And also, I think they tend to be kind of streetwise where other people aren't, which sometimes that amounts to a lot more than book smart, you know, from what my experience has been over the years. I I think it's like it's a it's a sum of um, of experiences, right? Because you mm -hmm. learn as a performer, you learn how the taxes work, how business works, uh, how legal stuff work, um, how to protect mm -hmm. yourself. Um, right. It's it's a mix of everything. It's a mix of everything. Also, you know, I admire the performers that are coming to B two B shows. And they're, you know, attending the seminars and the conferences and everything because they learn a lot and they always mm -hmm. grow their, their knowledge. Yeah, especially a lot of these camp shows now. There's a lot of education for the models, which I just think mm -hmm. is is fabulous, to be honest. I, th I, I It's so good that that's out there. And uh, it's like uh, it's like college courses, really, when it comes right down to it. Um, sure. and, and I, and I know in, in Bucharest, you guys, you guys have a great, uh, great itinerary there, um, for, for the educational seminars. We do, we do. It's, um, Bucharest summit is not only for, for CAM, but it's, uh, porn as well. It's all, all everything that's adult industry related mm -hmm. and affiliate and affiliate industry related as well. We have it there. It's, uh, you know, everybody's, um, everybody will get something from it. Let's say the I return forward, of investment. Yeah, I, I look forward to getting there. I really do. It's it's, a, it's uh, near the top of my list for sure. Now, um, I, I've heard there's kind of a war going on between camp <laughs> studios in Romania, Colombia, and Russia. 
Who's winning and why are they winning? <laughs> uh, well, uh, if you think about it, it's it's a war would be, you know, a big thing to say, but I say, you know, smiling because if you think <laughs> of Russian women, they are, uh, they're the fairies, fairy looking <laughs> women, you know, the blonde, the beautiful, the eyes, the skin, they look almost surreal. Mm -hmm. uh, then you have the Colombian women, which are known for being the sexiest women in the world, right? Mm. And then you have the and then you have the Romanian women, which kind of you know they're they're sexy. They most of them ninety nine percent of them, I'd say, speak English. Yeah. Or so and so. Yeah. And you know, everybody Yeah, let's let's face let's face it, Romanian women are sexy as hell. Sexy and beautiful <laughs> as hell too. I know I'm talking I'm not I'm talking to one, so uh, but it but oh. it's, it's the truth. I I appreciate it. Thank you. Um <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it's not a it's not a it's not a bad war, I would say. It's everybody trying to seeing like you know the Russians are looking at Romanians and Colombians and they're uh, they're like thinking okay, the Romanians know English uh, and they're you know more seductive and the Colombians are really sexual. So I I will take my fairy looking um uh face and, uh, you know, my queen behavior, and I will add best two mixes in it. And then the mm -hmm. Colombians are like, okay, I need to learn more English, and then I need to be more uh, polished, let's say, like the Russians. Mm -hmm. You know, so everybody's trying to trying to learn or steal information from, uh, from each other and behavior. And I think that's only helping in increasing and improving the industry per se and the quality of the services that they provide. Absolutely. Now, what do you like to do on the very rare occasion you're not working, Andra? <laughs> I love to sleep. <laughs> hmm, hmm. Oh, my God. I love sleeping. How awesome is sleeping? It um, is. It is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like I want to go back to when I was a kid, and I didn't want to take naps and just kick myself. Um, yep. I, I love I love to read. I love to read and um, mm -hmm. read about everything, you know, uh, either, um, you know, some some uh, um, science fiction books or some, you know, some philosophy books or just the paper mm -hmm. or just uh, brush up on what's happening now in the world. I love reading. I think mm -hmm. it's uh, it's such a good way to discover to discover new things. Um, yep. and, uh, you know, just increase your vocabulary, just increase your knowledge, just your, your imagination as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd love to, I love to discover new places. Just a few days ago, I was, um, the people that are going to listen to this know this, uh, I went to do a photo shoot in Cyprus for myself. Oh, oh nice. For absolutely. And, uh, I was just now I'm being I'm being more creative and I'm discovering more places. Uh, Cyprus right now is in a lockdown when we do have a curfew. So mm -hmm. it's about, OK, what can I do in this amount of time yeah. here? And, uh, you know, just basically now in my in my free time, this is what I do. I discover new places or I try to discover new places that get as creative as I can with the things that I that I have. Rather than, you know, just 
sulking in my own misery and saying, oh my God, life isn't fair. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing, trying to stay positive. That never does anybody any good. Well, Andra, <laughs> I'd really like to thank you for being our guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk, and I hope we'll get a chance to do that again real soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure talking to you, Bruce. And um, well, for everybody that is listening, uh, I wish you all great health and, you know, that you stay positive, test negative, and uh, <laughs> that we can uh, we can see each other soon and, uh, you know, hug each other again. I got a hug waiting for you, my dear. Nice talking to you. <laughs> nice talking to you. Thank you. My broker tip today is part three of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Find new ways to monetize your website, such as sell advertising. If you've got a free site like a tube, that's the best way to monetize your site. And if you have a tube, another way to make more money is to sell premium memberships. Offer free users one level of content, and for premium users, you can do things like give them higher quality or longer videos or both. You can also make this site ad-free for premium members. Start an affiliate program. If you have a pay site, especially, this is a great way to increase your quality traffic and get more joins. With all sites, you can figure out other upgrades and products you can sell to your users. Pay sites can also sell pay-per-view, where people have the option of paying by the scene for content they can't get on the site. This is also another way to charge users as opposed to a monthly fee. Sell them other products like toys and novelties. Market your business. Do things to improve your search engine results like SEO. There are some great SEO consultants out there who can help you get higher search rankings in Google. If you want some recommendations, contact us on our website. List all of the benefits of your site in your marketing and how they affect the user. And of course, hire a great marketing consulting firm such as, oh, I don't know, like Adult B2B Marketing, which we also happen to own. Eliminate unneeded expenses. Constantly make sure you're not spending money you don't need to. Make sure there isn't duplication in your staffing. From time to time, check services you pay for like hosting and see if there are better and less expensive options. Take it from me. I've done this and saved a bunch, plus got higher quality hosting in the process. Again, ask us for recommendations. Always look for ways to do things more cost-effectively. Along with this, make your profit and loss statements show more profit. Increasing sales and reducing expenses obviously does just that. Make sure your P&L statement accurately reflects your company's actual costs, not a bunch of person, personal BS expenses you put in. This will cost you money when you sell. It may help you with the tax man to put that stuff on your tax return, but it hurts you if you show that stuff on your profit and loss statement. Remember, Every dollar in profit increases the value of your website as much as three to four times. This is why you need a good, experienced broker to help lead you through the process. We've gotten people thousands of dollars more on their sale just by adjusting the P&L statement to better reflect actual business expenses as opposed to a bunch of BS. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And... Next week, we'll be talking to adult film star Kyra Queen. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. 
I'd once again like to thank my guest, Andra from Studio 20. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.